What's good, fam? Thanks for joining me, your host, Corey Cabri, on the Living Life on Purpose podcast, where we discuss various topics on how to apply God's principles to your everyday life. I hope you enjoy the discussion. Well, just a brief recap. I mean, just a few things. It's just last week we talked about Cain and Abel and responding to God. Mm-hmm. So you can't respond to God the way you want to. You got to respond to God the way God wants you to. Which brings me to a question, because this, this, this pretty much leads into um, Matthew 13, Matthew 14, 13 through uh, pretty much the end of the chapter. But the question is that came to my mind was, why would Cain respond to God the way he wanted to versus the way God wanted him to? Like, like in what he was doing, in his situation, his situation was tilling the ground. So why wouldn't he do it the way God wanted him to do it? God is wanting him to do it a specific way. Why would Well, he's in rebellion, right? In that in that position, he rebelled. But prior to that, we don't really have a, a sense of how often he was doing it. You know what I mean? It would be all speculation. But but in this, this direct instance, we know he rebelled. And you could be right, brother. He could have been in rebellion the entire time. Like the way he tilled the ground could have been, you know what I mean, uh, contrary to the way God wanted him to. But why? Why would? Why do you think, from just a, from a physical standpoint, why do you think he would do it the way he wanted to, opposed to the way God would want him to? Got to be something in it for him. There you go. That's the answer. That's awesome. Right. So, so think about that how we prioritize God. If, if it, for my own benefit, then I'm going to choose it above God. When God is doing everything to benefit us, it's like, it's like we're measuring what's more beneficial. It's like I'm saying what I'm doing is more beneficial to me than what God is saying is beneficial to me. Isn't that interesting? And, and and more important than what God is doing for me. Exactly. And more important. So so if we take note of all of that, right? What 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 I see is more important. I know this is gonna be harsh, right? This is harsh. I'm saying God to God. God, what I'm doing is more important. Important than what you're doing. Than what you're doing. And and what I'm doing is more beneficial to me than what you're doing. That's what we're saying. I don't even know what all you're doing. And it's because we don't see the whole picture. That's it. We don't see the whole picture. We act like there's no picture. picture. Right. Because because you know why? Because now we're about to start in Matthew chapter 14. You know why? Because we don't trust God. Right. We don't trust God. And if you look at uh, uh, 13, there were a crowd of people. They were hungry. And Jesus told them something. He said, feed them. Did y'all notice that? Jesus just said, feed them. Yeah. He said, feed crowd them. of people. Jesus said, feed them. But, but you know what the disciples did? They were like, Lord, we don't have enough food. Immediately, they started looking at what was physical versus doing what God had already told them to do. <laughs> God said, feed them. He was like, hold on, Lord. I ain't got but three barley loaves and two fish. I ain't got enough. <laughs> 
That sounds like they could have done what Jesus did. Right. And it's saying it's what we do every day. I mean, yeah. well, I'm I'm saying we as a people, like when we see somebody in need, we consider right. us and our family first before we help them. Right. Like right. we're not gonna help them. We're not gonna help someone else to to an extent that it's gonna hurt our family or gonna take from something that we're used to. Yeah. If God told you to feed them, feed them. Feed them. Why are you worried about all the logistics? I told you to feed them. And if he told you to feed them, you must be able to feed them. Hey, you, you must be in a position to do something. Now, 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 brother, you just said something. I'm going to tell you to do something you can't do. Amen. There you go. But do we trust him? But we don't trust God isn't going to put us in a position to do something if he's not going to empower us to do it. So that's the kicker. It's not that we can do it of our own selves. He's empowering us. So if he tells me to do it, I'm already empowered to do it. Empowered. When he told Aaron and Moses to go tell Pharaoh, they were already empowered to do it. I'm going with you guys. As he kept trying to tell Moses that, Moses, I'm going with you. Then finally Moses got it as he continued to go and walk with God. So, so maybe that's it, right? There's a transition period. We have to walk more with God to, get, to become more comfortable with him and how he's uh, interacting with us. So that would be like a key in what? Hearing God more clearly, right? I gotta spend some more time with Him. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta walk with Him more. I gotta interact with Him more. Make sense? How do you know when God is speaking? You have to learn that. Exactly. It's all about. It's all about building trust. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of not feeling trustworthy. But it's just the same as in any relationship, building trust with your spouse, like. There's things you have to do that helps you to trust them more when they're not yes. there. And it's the same yes. with God. It's just when you seek him more, you you see him taking care of everything, so then you begin to trust him more. So it's not a bad thing that you don't trust him now. You just seek him more, and you will trust him more. Right. The trust will right. develop. Right. The trust will develop because think about it. When God told Abraham – to go and <clears throat> slay his son after God had already told him he was going to make him a father of many nations. Nation. What do you think was going through his head? <laughs> hold on, hold on, Lord. You, you already said you were going to bless my seed and make me a father of many nations. Now you're telling me to kill my seed? But he didn't, he didn't let his logic go all the way out to the end. He didn't. He what did didn't he do? He explore all the possibilities. He went he up there and did what God said to he did trust him, and exactly. we, and we entertain the we entertain the thought that there's a possibility that God can't. Right, that, that God's not big enough, and that's a lie. And it's a lie. See, so then, so then, in that, what's the solution? The solution is two things. If you don't have the the, the ability to fight it, you just be still and do what right. God said too. Does that make sense? Because, see, when, a, when the enemy attacked Jesus, Jesus attacked the enemy. He attacked him back, right? He told him where he stood and where the place was for him to be. Like when Jesus, when, when Satan came and he tempted him, uh, well, turn these stones into bread. Well, man should only live by uh, the, every word of God. 
right? That's me attacking him back. But if right. I don't have that ability to attack him back, when the enemy comes and says, oh, but you're not capable of doing this. I may not be capable. Don't I'm not respond. I'm not going to do what you said, right? It's just right. Like I'm going to just continue to do what God is telling me to do. I don't right. know what to tell you, but I'm going to do what God is telling me to do, right? So that, that, that's what, the solution. What, what a great answer, Corey. Yeah. What a great answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and, and it just, just takes me to Peter, right? It just leads you right to Peter. Because now you have a different response. When, when turmoil comes about. Because, see, the first response was they asked the question. Well, they made a statement. They said, Lord, well, we don't have enough food. And then when God told them what to do, then they did it, right? In this instance, we have Peter <laughs> telling God, okay, bid me to come. If that's you. And notice that. I love how it's pre- presented. He said, if it's you, if it's bid me to come. Yeah. Right? And that's beautiful, right? That's a beautiful picture. On the water. On the water, right? That's a be- you want to know why that's a beautiful picture? Because he's saying, Lord, I don't know if this is you, but if it's you, I'm going to do what you want. I'm going to do what you want me to do. You tell I don't me know to if do, this yeah. is you, but if this is you, I'm going to do what you want me to do. Bid me to come and I'm going to do it. Well, come on, Peter, come on. Now, notice that, right? Put, put that in perspective in your situation. Lord, I don't know if this is you, right? And this, you got to say that. I don't know if this is you, Lord, but if it is you. Tell me what to do, and I'm going to do it. Because that, that extends a great sense of trust. I don't see the full picture. I don't, I don't recognize that this is God directing me. But, but if it is, Lord, tell me what to do, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to put my trust in you and do it. And then Peter did, right? Peter walked on that water. And then the turmoil came. It got a little shaky. Right. It, it, the situation turned out to not favor him, even though he was succeeding in the situation. Think about that. He was succeeding in the situation. But the situation and just had, didn't. And he had sense enough to call on God. Right. When he began to sink. But notice, before he was sinking, he was walking around. He was surviving. But the fact that he started taking notice of the turmoil around him, even though he was surviving, he began to not survive. That's relatable, right? Sometimes we have situations like it's it's going good for us, but but around us it's not going good. But because around us it's not going good, we tend to think that, oh, it's not going to go good for us. Mm -hmm. This is not going to be good for me because everything is going so bad around me. But you're doing okay. So why would you take on the mindset that you're not going to do okay when you're doing okay because other things aren't doing okay? But isn't that something, Corey? We can look at the surroundings and forget that God is there. Exactly. That's the whole point. Because what we said initially, the circumstance began to become bigger than our God. God God ain't bigger than these circumstances, even though... And I got to reemphasize this, even though I'm doing okay in the midst yeah. of the circumstance. In the midst of the circumstance. I'm doing and somehow okay. Another, and somehow or another, recognizing the circumstances seems to, to push us into fear. Yes. Yes. Why? Because we stop doing what God 
is telling us to do. God told him to come. He said, come. You know what he stopped doing? He stopped coming. He stopped going. He prevented, he prevented himself from going to Jesus. He stopped. He and stopped. When he stopped, what happened? He began to think. He began to think. He stopped now, obeying. Not, right. He stopped obeying. Now, he told him, Lord, I don't know if this is you. <laughs> so let's go back. I don't know if this is you, Lord, but if it's you, bid me to come and I'm going to do it. He did exactly what God told him to do. And guess what happened? It was going good. So, so bam. He, it was God. Oh, man. Okay, so this is God. All right, God. All right, we good. But then the turmoil come, and then all of a sudden, anyway, I'm not good anymore because of the turmoil. No, you're good. Turmoil is going to come. So that's what I'm trying to bring out, the beauty of it. Turmoil is going to come. But if I keep doing what God is telling me to do, I'm going to still be good in the midst of the turmoil. I just got to stop that, focusing on the turmoil. See, that, that, that's sort of like what he said in, in John 16, I think it is. Uh, uh-huh. In the world, you're going to have persecution. Yes. But be, but be of good cheer. I've overcome be of good the world. Cheer. Right. I've overcome the world. <clears throat> right. That's 13. 13 and, and uh, I think 13, went on yeah, in the okay. And then also looking at it from a different way, um, he told God what to do. And God yeah. did exactly what he said. What he asked God to do, God did it as long as he was doing what God told him to do. Exactly. Those yep. that. He extended that. He extended it. Bid me to come. And they became one. They became one. They became one. Because God acknowledged himself first. In certain, in certain chapters, I don't know, in certain uh, gospels, I don't know if he did it in this particular gospel, but thinking another gospel, he told him, it, it, it is I, be, be, uh, uh, be, do not be afraid, and I'm paraphrasing. He said, it's I. Don't be afraid, guys. It's me. It's just me. Because they thought it was a ghost, and they began, began to become afraid. So there are times when God is telling you, this is me, God. It's me. I'm, I'm here. I'm right here. Y'all don't have to, so you don't have to fear. But to be sure, Lord, if it is you, Lord, bid me to come. Just, just to be sure, bid me to come. And he did it. And he did it. And he didn't have to. And he didn't. It's in that he's asking him, he's he's asking God for proof. And it's yes. just like he God is saying, trust him. He 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 doesn't have to provide you with proof. He doesn't have to do it just because you say just because you're telling him to do it. It's it's I can't get it out. I can't get it out how I want it to come out. But it's like when somebody's telling you to do something and it's like why would I even do it? I mean, it's just, why would I even prove myself to you? You know what I'm saying? But God isn't that person to say, why do I need to prove myself to you? He he will go ahead and do it as long as you are within him. That's it. Because he wants you to trust him. This whole thing. I want you to trust me. I want you to know that I'm God. I'm God. I got you. I want you to know that. So, yes, yes, he's going to provide but, but, you with that. Just in saying, is it you, if it be thou, it's trusting yeah. us. It's trusting him. You're acknowledging that trust. You're acknowledging that. I trust you. I trust you. Mm-hmm. And then not only do I trust you, I'm going to do what you tell me to do. I'm telling you what to tell me to do, and I'm going to do it. See, he's extending that faith in him. I'm extending it to you, and then I follow through with it. And that's the problem, right? The problem is the follow-through, right? We have to follow through. 
we have to follow through. It's not just acknowledging it. We got to acknowledge it. We got to acknowledge and then follow through. Right. Action speaks louder than words. Yes. Because just as you pointed out, Janetta, God is a God that is faithful. God is faithful. He's faithful. And like I said, he wants, he wants us to know that he's God. He wants us to trust him. He wants us to trust me. Trust me. I got you. I got you. If you just believe it, I got you. Okay, Lord, you got me. Okay, you got me. You got me. You got me, Lord. And then, and then the beauty of it all, when we do take our focus off of him, don't forget to acknowledge him. <laughs> when you find yourself getting in a rut, like Peter, I'm getting in this rut. Lord, 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 save me. Save me. Right? Yeah. Don't just think and then forget that he's there, that he can save don't forget. Lord, I need you. I'm, I'm, I'm sinking. I'm sinking. Save me. Right? So then you're continuing to, you continue to, even in the midst of you uh, sinking, you're continuing to place that trust in it. That I know you can get me out of this. I know you can get me out of this. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's all I have. Yes, sir? But notice the tie between but, but but notice the tie between exercise and faith and obedience. Do we gotta say it again? We, we, I said look notice the tie between obedience and faith. Yes. Yes, they work hand in hand. You can't separate they work them. hand in hand, right. <clears throat> you cannot separate them. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is everyday stuff, and notice this is everyday and, and the atten- stuff. And attention has to be on him, not on me yes. and myself. I have to. I have to. In the midst of me glancing to the right or the left, if I'm uh, not meaning, if I do lose sight of focus on him, and instances, instances, and notice I said instances, I can't forget that he's there. Right. I can't. And what a blessing that, that is. To know that he's yeah. always there. He's always there. And, and that's the problem, right? When when somebody goes out, they're losing sight that he's always there. That he's always there. I don't have to continue to sink in sin. I don't. Cain, he told Cain, he, like I said, he's always instructing us. Cain, you don't have to allow uh, yourself to be in anger. You don't have to be angry. Sin is at the door waiting on you. You don't have to fall into sin. Do what is right. Do what I'm telling you to do. <laughs> just do what I'm telling you to do. It's just that simple. It's a fine line between obeying God and disobeying God. It's a fine line mm-hmm. between walking in truth and walking in a lie. It's a fine line. All you got to do is just walk in truth. All you got to do is just obey God. It's just that simple. And by our obedience to God, you end up walking in truth you didn't know was there. Yeah. And a lot of people think they got to know all the truth no. in order to obey. Now all you need to know what he asks you to do and do it. That's it. And just do it. <clears throat> just do it. Just do it. Yeah, we see, we, we, we we like to do the what if and then right. play all the scenarios out and see and, and then come to our conclusion whether or not we're going to do this. Right, right. Logically, Lord, I don't have enough. And, and 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 that's disrespectful, God. 
Because you, 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 you are saying that God's going to ask me to do something that's going to hurt me. Right. Lord, Lord, I don't have enough fish. Or in Moses' case, Lord, I have a speech impediment. Yeah. I ain't Lord, got nothing to do with nothing. Right. Or in Isaiah's case, Lord, Lord, I have a, a bad mouth. Right. I'll clean it up. I'm in, I'm of an unclean tongue. I I, I, right. I talk bad. You know what I'm saying? It's it's always right. And I'm God sorry. is I don't need you to be great. I need you to trust that I'm I am. Great. All I need you to do is obey. That's it. And watch it. And watch. And watch it happen. Watch it. Happen. Right. Watch it happen. Watch the scales fall. Watch. Watch the walls come down. Wow. What a novel idea. The first thing that comes to your mind is something that that's against God. The first thing that comes, that's something against God. <clears throat> yeah. And we it gravitate is. to it. And we gravitate to it. And we do. We have a natural inclination to do something. Right, to do that. that this, this, this turmoil is bigger. This turmoil right. is bigger. And I think, I think the beauty of it, <clears throat> the beauty of it, on the outside of that is when you recognize that you're doing it. And you say, well, why would that be the beauty? Because when you recognize you made the situation bigger, you know in the back of your mind that it's not. That's why Peter right. said, Lord, save me. Right? I, 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 I didn't, or, or, or the <clears throat> prodigal son, when he came to himself, I don't have to be in this pig side. I don't have to be eating with y'all. I can go back home. Yeah. Right? It's like I'm acknowledging my flaw. I'm acknowledging that I made this situation bigger than God. I did. I made it bigger. It's not bigger. It's not. I'm tripping. I'm, something's wrong with me. So it's like recognizing that it's not bigger because until you recognize that it's not bigger, then you're going to continue to be where you are in right. the pig, continuing to sink. P- Peter then not been fell all the way down through the ocean. He's still sinking if he hadn't recognized that God was bigger. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this is good. I mean, this is good. Uh, trust God. Trust God. Trust God. And and when you find yourself not trusting God, don't forget that God is bigger. He's bigger yeah. than you. He's bigger than the fact that you're not trusting him. So, and that's something that's something to acknowledge, right? Like, I don't yeah. trust you in this area, God, but I know you're bigger than me not trusting you. <laughs> Just having that. <laughs> I know you're bigger than me not right. trusting you. So in the midst right. of me not trusting you right here, Lord, help me out of this rut. Help me out of this rut. I, I, help me out of this rut, Lord. <laughs> and I'm going to do what you say. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So just, I mean, wow. it's just keeping that in mind. Keeping that in mind. Well, that's, that God a, is that's, a, that's acknowledging him. Yes, it is. That's it, and that's that's what that's straight out of uh, Hebrews eleven. Proverbs, that too. Proverbs two. Proverbs, what was that? Three, five, three, three, five, and six, or whatever. Yeah. Trusting with all your heart. All your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Lean not to your own understanding. Yeah, a lot of times we need to ask ourselves, whose understanding is this? Exactly. That's good. That's good too. Whose understanding is this? This is my understanding. (laughs) Yeah. I'm leaning. I'm gonna stop leaning to it. I'm gonna stop. Yeah. Why well, fall? Exactly. Because it ain't gonna keep me up. That's good. Yes, sir. Wow. 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 Yes, sir. 
Well, that's all I have, folks. I appreciate the the participation. Y'all helped me a lot. I appreciate this. Well, thank you. I appreciate you too, Corey. Nice yeah. talking with you, Jim. Thank you. Good to good to good to hear you. Yes, sir. Well, family, I hope the discussion has encouraged you. I hope it has enlightened you. I hope it has infused you with love and truth to live a life filled with God on purpose. And if it has, join us again for more godly discussions. Thank you.